Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. In Walker Percy's novel, The Movie Goer, the main character, Binks Balling, periodically muses on the concept of a repetition. He first explains it as follows, and if you're like me, hearing the explanation will need several repetitions before it sinks in, but here it is. Quote, what is a repetition? A repetition is the reenactment of past experience towards the end of isolating the time segment which has lapsed in order that it, the lapsed time, can be savoured of itself and without the usual adulteration of events that clog time like peanuts in brittle. End quote. If you're still not sure, all will become clear. The novel tells the story of Binks's existential quest to find God and find meaning in his life and his determination not to be defeated by what he calls everydayness. Such is the seriousness of his search that he reflects deeply on many aspects of life, including this passage of time, this repetition. Quote, Last week, for example, I experienced an accidental repetition. I picked up a German language weekly in the library. In it, I noticed an advertisement for Nivea cream, showing a woman with a grainy face turned up to the sun. Then I remembered that 20 years ago, I saw the same advertisement in a magazine on my father's desk. The same woman, the same grainy face, the same Nivea cream. The events of the intervening 20 years were neutralized. The 30 million deaths, the countless torturings, uprootings and wanderings to and fro. Nothing of consequence could have happened, because Nivea cream was exactly as it was before. There remained only time itself, like a yard of smooth peanut brittle. End quote. It's a beautiful and powerful notion. It immediately makes you think of things that have remained unchanged over the years. How can anything at all have happened during that time if these things are just as they were? All these unchanged things continue to observe the world today, unmoved by what they've seen. The repetition renders you, like these things, almost a viewer of the lapsed time, instead of a participant in the events that took place during it. It makes you consider what you've actually done in that lapsed time and ask, as Marcus Aurelius did, how much of it was necessary. Binks Balling is made to reflect in this way when he is haunted by the seats in a movie theatre, which have endured since a previous visit. Quote, There was this, a mockery about the old seats, their plywood split, their bottoms slashed, but enduring nevertheless as if they had waited to see what I had done with my 14 years. There was this also, a secret sense of wonder about the enduring, about all the nights, the rainy summer nights at 12 and 1 and 2 o'clock, when the seats endured alone in the empty theatre. The enduring is something which must be accounted for. One cannot simply shrug it off. End quote. It's like when you revisit somewhere you haven't been since you were a child, and many of the features you remember have remained in place. You think about who you were then, and who you have become. How you're looking at this familiar place through different eyes now, and what events in the intervening years have led you back here. The Stoics also had plenty to say on how we should deal with the passage of time. Seneca even wrote an essay entitled On the Shortness of Life in which he applies Stoic principles to advise how our time should be best used. One of the key points he made was that everyone is allotted enough time to live a good life, but they waste much of it in meaningless pursuits. And these days there are infinitely more meaningless pursuits to distract us than when Seneca said his piece. It might be somewhat alarming to you if, like Binks Balling, a repetition causes you to question how you have used a certain block of time and leaves you struggling to answer. But remember this, here you are, right now, living, listening to this, in the present. The present is all anyone has. The past is gone. The future is yet to come. Yes, it is wise to learn from the past and to plan for the future. 
but it is right now we should focus on. Seneca wrote, We lose the day in expectation of the night, and the night in fear of the dawn. Think of all the time that has passed since the ancient Stoics lived 2,000 years ago. Think of the millions of years that flew by before that. We're not here for a long time. Life for each of us is a mere moment. Consider that the next time you're worried or anxious. We're all living in what is a blip on the timeline of all existence. It sounds gloomy, like damn our time is really limited. It's not gloomy. It promotes gratitude. It allows us to focus on today. It raises our awareness of what is around us. Knowing we have a finite amount of time helps us appreciate the smaller things every day, while we still can, and gives us a deadline by which we need to get things done. The more we can enjoy the smaller things, the more there is to enjoy. And what would get done if our time was infinite? We'd keep putting things off until someday. If you need a more vivid image of finiteness, try this short meditation from Anthony DeMello's Awareness. Quote, The passport to living is to imagine yourself in the grave. Imagine that you're lying in your coffin. Imagine you're lying flat and you're dead. Now look at your problems from that viewpoint. Changes everything, doesn't it? What a lovely, lovely meditation. Do it every day if you have the time. It's unbelievable, but you'll come alive. End quote. So pay attention to repetitions. Use them as a reminder of the passage of time, but don't meet them with anxiety. Let them wake you up and energize you. Let them bring you back to life. To quote Seneca again, the whole future lies in uncertainty. Live immediately. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.